want this cliche because it's easy to pretend. Your love is louder than mine, and I'm no good for ya, but I'm still good to ya. Uh, and you put me into the night, but I'm no good for ya, yet I'm still good to ya. Oh, Lord, you know I'm no good for ya. You know I'm no good for ya. Yeah. Oh. You know I'm no good for ya. Woo! Shababa! <laughs> On Awakening We Be Mo! Yeah! I got a feeling about this morning, sweetheart. What's up? I got a feeling about this morning because I done had an attitude with some of the people in the culture. Okay, I woke up this morning at 7.59. Because the ancestor John Lewis told me, be prepared. (laughs) Martin Delaney from 1842 came to my dream and said, cause violence, huh? Friends for known tapped me on the shoulder last night when I was smoking my 3 o'clock in the morning blunt, which is why I really woke up at 759. Mm -mm. Tapped me on my shoulder and said, you know you can't decolonize without violence, right, son? That's what he said. <laughs> I looked over at Harry and she ain't say no word. She ain't say not a word. She just cocked the shotgun and said, Good morning, though. My bad. <laughs> Rolled out the bed, cocked the shotty. Cacao. Hey, sweetheart. Good morning. Hi. <laughs> Make sure y'all saying good morning to the lady of the house. Um, her name is Imani. That's with an E. Yeah. That punk ass eye shit out of here. I'm playing. Not for real. <laughs> there is beef <laughs> with the eye monies. No, there's no beef. There's no beef. We just need a little bit of straightening. Ain't nothing but a little bit of straightening. <laughs> Come on. I got an attitude. We gonna, we just, I'm going to jump right into it. I got an attitude. Who we got in there? I see. I know that's Mike Ant right there. I see yeah. that from this far. Uh, Natalie, why don't you come on over, Natalie? Go ahead. (laughs) What's up, Drew? What's up, man? Uh, Sorry, I know that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, from over here. Yeah. And Danielle, Danny, 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 y'all, Danny, Danny, (laughs) 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 y'all. Let's get right into it because I got some things I want to talk about. Some things, matter of fact, because I already know my attitude is going to be high. Let's get to rolling this blunt as well. Who you want to talk about first? Only got I got two niggas on my shit list: white people, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh man, and the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Who we want first? Well, I think you got more smoke for white people, so let's start with the baby because I don't want your blood pressure like all the way up there, just out the gate. <laughs> or should it should it start there and then come down? The baby is proof. <laughs> We've talked about on this. You already know I'm gonna go off. I know. We've talked about on this show several times. We had a whole two-week theme about how capitalism will not save black people. Didn't we say this? We said this, right? Yeah. We said this. Okay. Dr. Uh, uh, Boyce Watkins, he said it. Uh, uh, who, who's the dude that actually said it? What's his name? Um, 
I know his name on Instagram is I mix what I like, but I forgot his real Jared Ball. Dr. Jared Ball, he's the one that came up with the propaganda uh, that is used. Well, he, he discovered that the propaganda that is used to tout that black people have trillion dollars in, in spending habits is it, just really not, it's not true. So we had that conversation on this show. Um, <clears throat> you already got people got an attitude with me. If you haven't seen it, I wish I had done my prep. If I had, I, no, 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 not yet, not yet. I wish I had um, woken up a little bit earlier because then we could show the videos. But I'm just going to describe them to you and hope that you trust my assessment. I see that. You see, see, see what it, this says? Yes, hold on. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> um, um, essentially, mm -hmm. a video was released via the baby. Yes. Um, there were these two young men who were selling candy on the street. Two young boys. Let me just listen. They're not young men. They're young right, boys. Right. They were boys. Right. These two boys were selling candy on the street. Don't know where it was. Don't think it's important. The baby asked them how much they want for the box. The kid looks up to him and, and says firmly, $200. Mm -hmm. The baby then goes, oh, hell no. Looks over at his homeboy and says, how much you want for the box? His homeboy's like, well, I'm not going to betray my mans mm -hmm. who's standing right here next to me. $200. Yeah. Then he asked how much y'all selling the candy Four, they said $2 a piece. And he said, how come, then why are you charging me $200 for the box? Blase, blase. So I'm like, okay, okay. There is a, there is a point that could be seen, right? These kids uh, uh, charge the prices and keep it moving. I guess that's a point. Yeah. That's not the point I took, though. I took several points from the situation. <laughs> first things first. First things first. Is Honey's Girl here? No. First things first. Jamar here, though. The price is the price. Right. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a hustler. I'm on the street. The baby, you walk up to me with diamonds encrusted around your neck, stacks of bills in your hand, walking onto your Mercedes-Benz Sprinter with your staff of people in a repertoire of music, touting the fact that you got money. And you asked me how much for the box? I told you 200 Now, if I asked you for a verse, the baby, and you told me half a stack, I don't then go, well, how much for the words? How much per word, the baby? Oh, you ain't use all the words I thought you was going to use. It's actually just 420 Get the fuck out of here, the baby. The price is the price. You going to sit here and argue me down? about the price of some goddamn candy and you think you got the higher ground? You look fucking stupid. Yeah, I overcharged you. Yes. Why? Because you got it. Literally in hand. In your hand. You literally have more than thousands of dollars. You have more money in your hand than my parents have ever seen. Hence why I'm out here on this corner selling motherfucking candy. Are you talking about you gonna teach me a lesson? A lesson? From the baby? Come on. <laughs> Come on, son. That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. And I know, I know, I know. It's ridiculous, b We're talking about the baby not buying candy from kids. But what I'm really seeing is y'all niggas not ready for socialism. Y'all niggas not ready to liberate yourselves from motherfucking capitalism. Niggas out here talking about kids should have gave them the fair price. Fuck y'all. Right. What? Same niggas talking about eat the rich. Sucking the baby off. I don't understand. Right. I don't understand. You eating nut? That's what you're doing. Get the fuck out of here. Uh. 
The price. I haven't got to the second point yet. The price is the price. Do you go to your record label when they're overcharging you for services? No. Because studio time ain't no $10,000 an hour. I can tell you that shit right now. 55. Do you argue with your weed man when he's giving you $200 eighths? No. You argue with your, with your drug plug when he's giving you lean for the super cheap or for the super high? No. You pressing out your jeweler, jeweler for overcharging you for them cheap-ass diamonds? No. You got all this smoke, all this accountability for some fucking kids? You are a fucking clown, the baby. We know you getting fucked over, the baby. But you got lessons for kids over $200? And you literally standing there with stacks. How could, and really, and really let them kids walk away with two dollars. Right. And really, and really, really, really let them kids walk away with two dollars. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. There's no way. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because it's maybe because I'm a teacher. Maybe because I'm just a sensible human being. I couldn't do that. If 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 I had if the thing is here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. I just I just picked this up. The baby asked them what right. the box was. Right. They were trying to sell him some candy. Right. He asked them what the box was trying to be uh, uh, philanthropic. Right. But then when her what the price was, now nah, I'm not philanthropic. No, not now. You need a lesson. Right. Part two. And I, I, I might be talking to myself just a little bit here. I've been in the game, entrepreneurial game, five years now. I just turned five years old. You know what a nigga really needs? You know what a nigga really needs? Capital. Not no motherfucking lessons. Especially from people who ain't built their own motherfucking capital. Mm. Nigga, this ain't your money. This ain't your van. This ain't your staff. All shit being funded by you in the future from your art. You out here teaching motherfucking lessons, morality lessons out here. Don't the baby beat ass first, ask questions second? <laughs> I mean, I choose violence and everything, but goddamn. Ain't the baby currently caught up in a situation with Meg Thee Stallion where it's being shown that he cares very little about black women's lives? Mm -hmm. This is the perspective we need somebody teaching lessons out here? Get the fuck out of here, the baby lessons. You know what that was? Trauma. Generational trauma. That's what we watched. Trauma. The baby could have easily, as, as, as easily as he said, I'm teaching you a lesson, could have easily said, I'm teaching you a lesson, here's $200. That because somebody withheld something from him, he thought that the most appropriate lesson from this situation is to withhold something from somebody else. And that's how we get a perpetuation of a traumatic culture. That's how we end up beating our kids for generations. That's how we end up not passing on generational wealth. That's how we end up assuming that struggle is part of our identity. Fuck out of here, the baby. And then to listen 
I got on, I listened to the Breakfast Club yesterday to listen to three millionaires, to listen to three millionaires talk down about these two kids and they boxes of candy was disgusting. We ain't ready for no motherfucking liberation. We ain't ready for no financial equity. Because the nigga, the nigga out here really walking around looking like a pharaoh, afraid to give $200 to some goddamn kids. Ooh, that's some bitch shit. Ooh, that's some bitch shit. You got any comments, sweetheart? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's not going to be the only time today we go, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Said, didn't he throw 100k off the side of a boat? <laughs> so the ocean, <laughs> the ocean, who don't need capital, <laughs> who actually needs you not to throw paper into it, right. can get your 100k. But the kids on the street, the kids on the street who are promoting your music for free in their schools and their neighborhoods, they can't get no 200. dollars The club out here part got you paying 10K for one bottle of Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades is $100. Take $7 to make. I ain't heard you call Hove yet. The fuck out of here. And just in case, and in my wake and bake with Bebo nights, it's like, well, it's not happening to me. How much it costs to make a pair of Jordans? They housing you too, son. You getting housed? We all getting housed. It's called capitalism. Right. But when you get the chance to share the wealth and you shield yourself from that responsibility in the name of teaching niggas lessons, you only hurting yourself. You got some more comments, sweetheart? What else we got? What else we got? Zarya said, he said, how much did you want for the box? I want $200. And another thing, and if I'm selling the candies for $2, that's not the same price as what I want for the box. Right. Because this ain't Sam's, baby. Right. It just don't, profit. right. It, this ain't Sam's. I ain't no shelf. I'm out here working. Right. So, yeah, the candy might be $64, but me out here working all goddamn day, yeah, that's $200. I need that $200, the baby. But you ain't think about that. You think about trying to embarrass me on camera in front of your millions of friends. Get the fuck, friends, I'm sorry, uh, 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 followers. Fuck out of here, the baby. Fuck out of here, bro. And then I was, I was talking to a group of young folks yesterday. Um, I put up on my story. I don't know if y'all saw this, but I put up on my story. When we don't have the show, I find that I... Um, I still have these conversations, but random strangers just, they end up getting to work instead. And my post students yesterday, no, they, they'll, they'll be all right. Explaining this situation. And these fools, these students, same age as these kids, talking about some forget them kids. You are, you are them kids. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> you are them kids. Perpetuation of like the perpetuation of class is, is so crazy. Niggas would rather look like they not in a certain class 
to disassociate themselves from poverty behavior, knowing that we are in poverty. Y'all remember the article we read saying the black middle class don't exist? We gave we gave you the blueprint. Even if you're making a quarter million dollars a year, you still poor. If you black, are you dealing with generational generational financial miscues? You don't have generational wealth? I'm not going down that road with y'all again. Do the research. Hit your Googles. The black middle class don't exist. I can't believe the baby did that shit to them boys. And then posted it like it was a good idea. Right. I, don't do that with them kids. Do that with your label. Do that with the owner of the club. Do that with the ocean, I guess. <laughs> Press them out. Don't press on no motherfucking kids on no two hundred dollars. Pick on somebody your own size. Well, I guess they was the same size. <laughs> I guess they was the same size. Wow. Any other comments, sweetheart? Because I got more attitude for more people. Uh, Leon says niggas is out here screaming. The marathon continues, and when it's time to marathon, they're not even jumping off the line. And Yo, says, Lou, that's a bar. I seen the hashtag too. Hashtag the price is the price. Somebody come and ask you to pay play uh, uh play the bass for them and you get in the price and they talk about how many notes you're gonna hit. What? And what up, Carl? And then he says, trauma equals fifteen years from now, them kids are not negotiating salary, record deal, or anything. Nothing. Confidence gone. Them niggas could be the next makers of gushers, but instead, nah. What else we got? Shekinah says, we aren't taught to value ourselves anymore. We value money now. Mm. 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 I love when Shekinah comes in with the family values. That all? Mm-hmm. Who else we got in the house? All right. Uh, I see Jamari in the house. What's up, baby? Malik, what's up, baby? Victoria. Victoria. Nadia. Nadia. <laughs> Ethos, yeah, Ethos, what's up, man? What's up, man? Uh, Everybody about to have their own theme song. Yeah, mm-hmm. second. Jesus Christ. Impressa. Carl. Carl. My man Carl <laughs> with the mint. Carl. Every time. Every time you come on, I'm going to ask you about another men's day. Okay? We need to get a men's day where we can all wear short shorts and talk about tearing down the patriarchy. I'm ready, Carl. Shekinah, Muka, who else? 80 shots. 80 shots. Yaj. Yeah. <laughs> if it's cool, I lay beside you. If it's cool, I lay beside you. And Tina Simone. Oh, Christina. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? Oh, man. Uh, we just finished talking about the baby punk ass. I really can't believe he did that did them to them kids. And what happened to the days when the hustlers and drug dealers would just give kids money cuz? I saw somewhere that said like the hustlers and drug dealers now are broke. Like they, they, they. Cuz you know everybody's just kind of like flexing and perpetuating wealth that they don't have. Wow. Yeah, so they don't you just kind of broke my brain just mm. now. 
You said the hustlers and drug dealers is actually broke. Yeah, think about Bow Wow. That nigga, like, <laughs> he's notorious for it. Broke his ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoa. So now I'm thinking about, okay, some of my favorite drug dealers in hip-hop history, which is Easy e Okay. And um, Big Meech. Yeah. These niggas had money for real. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about when I think about Easy E started, um, oh my God. I can't remember the record label, but the record label that would initiate NWA. Right. Oh, that's gonna kill me. That's gonna kill me. Somebody hit me up. Somebody hit me up with Easy E record label right now. Oh my God, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's gonna hit me as soon as I keep talking. Um, um, what was I talking about? Your favorite drug dealers. Oh, these niggas had money. Yeah. <laughs> Big Meech had estates. People yeah. said when they went to the club with Meech in 05, if you was in a club with Meech in 05, you made you may have paid $20 to get in, mm-hmm. but you might have came out with a stack. <laughs> How much money was being wow. thrown? Like, legit. Like, you might have paid $20 to get in, but how much money they was throwing in the club in 04 and 05, you might have came out in a different class, depending (laughs) on where you was. If you was making 35 and you came out with a (laughs) thou, shit, you're in a different class. (laughs) 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 Welcome to the lower middle class, baby. Easy e financed careers while being stolen from and still had enough money to do so. To baby, to the point we were saying about earlier, like, was that really his money? It might, it might be his money, but was that really his money? Oh, it's the label's money. <laughs> huh. That's an interesting point, though. It used to be a time when niggas would run into the hood, get, hey, kid, run to the store and get me a, a soda pop. Here's right. $500. Right. What? All right. <laughs> yeah. I thought, don't the baby need future goons? <laughs> You're not here trying to recruit. You just created two villains. <laughs> you just created two villains of the baby. These niggas are that you are their now arch nemesis. Right. They will avenge themselves. They will avenge. Yes. Right. You luckily only like twelve. Right. <laughs> but they got time. One day somebody come come kick you in the mouth in like twenty years. You can be like, "What happened? You remember me? <laughs> you remember me? Yeah. You give me a two ounce with them gushes." Bitch, nigga. That's an interesting <laughs> thought process that the new hustlers and drug dealers are actually broke. Wow. Y'all niggas not about that life. <laughs> do we have a new, do we have black a black drug kingpin right now? Because, mm. like, when Rayful was running amok in D.C., everybody knew. <laughs> Yo. Mickey said something to me the other day, and I think I agree. Real niggas don't exist. They don't. Oh, damn. Keep reading some comments. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Ruthless? Ruthless Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 80 Shot said, not sure if this was said already, but I feel they will retaliate once they are older. Yep. Mike says, I think true wrestlers still stack and take care of their community. Okay. Okay. Nipsey? True. Right, right. But Nipsey did. Right. Well, he, you know. He did what but he, he did. He's not the only one. I'm sure. Well. <laughs> I'm with Mickey. 
I'm not, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent behind the fact that real niggas don't exist because I feel like it might be a few of us out there. Yeah. Um, but it's a statistical zero, and I'd rather I'd actually just rather assume that they they're not there. So Nipsey proved himself to be a real nigga, but now he gone. So essentially, we back to zero. Just wild. What else we got for y'all? Yeah, Asia said they just might bust his ass in a few years. Uh, Luan says, wait, they're borrowing the jewelry, or it's fake, or it's both. <laughs> they are. The jewelry is overpriced. Um, and that's just from watching like fucking YouTube documentaries about how jewelers, <laughs> what jewelers see when rappers walk into the walk into the fucking parlor. The money itself. Um, I'd be very surprised if the money that the baby has in his hand, the money that bought the Sprinter, the money that has the staff, the money that even uh, the phone service is being paid through, I would almost guarantee that this money is coming from his record deal and not necessarily his record sales. Right. Because music sales, I don't give a fuck who you are. Beyonce, you're not making millions of dollars off your streams. You're not making tens of millions of dollars off your streams. You might make a few mil. But quick, quick, quick thing. In order to make the living wage off of streaming, you got to have million dollars in listen, a million views, um, depending on the platform, per month. A million listens. Mm-hmm. J. Cole, they released his... Um, it releases uh, uh, streaming numbers is something like 500 million listens. And it's been a month. Mm-hmm. J. Cole not buying a house off his new album. Oh, another fun thing. Here's a fun thing. Uh, 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 just to show you how, like, how, like, so you remember when Jay-Z hit the bill and they put out that pie chart of how he makes his money? Yeah. Uh, the smallest piece was his music. Like, by far. Same thing with Kanye. The smallest piece of his billions is his music. Right. LeBron is scheduled to make a billion dollars by the end of the year. The smallest piece of his billion is his playing contracts. Mm-hmm. Ain't that crazy? Commerce. That just shows you the difference between like a million, 10 million, 100 million, and a billion dollars. LeBron James is probably one of the highest NBA players of all time. $27 million, $30 million a year. All 17 years of his career. And that's the smallest piece of his billion? Hit the camera button for me. That's the smallest piece of his billion? Fuck the baby. <laughs> um... Go ahead, keep going. Ethos says, uh, we don't want change. We want the perception of change so we can feel better about ourselves." And then he says, priority records. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a bar. Ooh. <laughs> okay. What else we got going on? What else? What else? She kind of says, I wouldn't put that on them. I hope busting his ass is them giving the kid they see that $200. That's real. He's kind of always coming in with the vibe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
But I told you who tapped me on the shoulder this morning. <laughs> Franz Fanon tapped me on the shoulder this morning. He said, choose violence. John Lewis tapped me on the shoulder this morning and said, you can get your ass whooped, but you better give one back. Keep going with the comments. G-Ship. What's up, Shep? Morning, come on in. Um, Mike said, imagine this is them kids' origin story. <laughs> I'm saying he has made arch nemesis to right. I was literally thinking that, too. Malik said, plot for me, incredible. Exactly. I was thinking that shit. <laughs> exactly. Like, you can, see, you can see the shit, like, in slow motion, black and white. <laughs> like, this moment, like, as soon as he turned, as soon as he, like, Closed the 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 door to the sprinter. They was like, "We gonna get you, the baby. <laughs> you will rule this day. <laughs> you will rule the day <laughs> that you shorted us." Um, Luan says the baby has to do a trip report at the end of the week to reconcile his expense. Gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> You said this nigga got to give an expense report, <laughs> which is hilarious because he won't do it. His manager do it, but won't tell him. That's hilarious. Right. That's probably the case. I can't justify this 200. That's what he really said. I can't justify this $200, y'all. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Meanwhile, the label taking 200 from him. He don't even know. Don't even know. Uh, Carl says, the medicine corporations are the drug dealers now. Mm-mm. Damn. What was what was Big Big selling? Cocaine? Yeah, right. Easy was selling crack, and let's just use those two because they weren't hip hop. Hip hop. But both opiates. Cocaine is an opiate. Natalie said, "Rick Ross. Oh, is he selling?" Not that Rick Ross. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> Rick Ross, the boss from, oh. from Thigh Stop, is a different gangster <laughs> than Rick Ross. Free, I think it's Free Ray Rick Ross. From Thigh Stop. From Thigh Stop. Right. That's an interesting thought, though. Them boys are selling cocaine. And now cocaine is an opiate, right? Ooh. Or no, is that heroin? Heroin is an opiate. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they were selling the heroin too. But now they, the drug companies are pushing them shits, and that destroyed the black entrepreneur. Holy shit. BMF got beat by the government. And then replaced by the government. That's wild. Holy shit. Hold on, did I just... This is what's going to happen to weed. Mm-hmm. With it becoming <laughs> legalized, you need a... Yeah. Dispensary oh, and all that no. Shit. Yeah. They tricked us. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't have legalized it. Right. Oh, damn. Yep. Oh. Boy, I tell you, ma'am. You say a lot of things about whiteness. But boy, they good. <laughs> 
boy, they good at the marginalization and the oppression. Wow. Okay, keep reading comments before my mind continues to be blown. <laughs> Uh, Malik says real niggas exist. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Danny says the jewelry is overpriced and rented. Mike says it's probably right. They will deduct those quote unquote expenses at the end of the month. Um, what is that? Uh, Shekinah says they why Beyonce has. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Waterman water? Water mountain water? Watermelon. Oh. I don't know. You got to break that down, yeah, Shekinah. I don't know what that is. Um, and then she says, can't believe the baby, a whole Grinch. It's gross. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Looking at the baby's character. <laughs> this is what I hope. Here's what I hope. I hope the baby put all that on camera. Cut the camera off. Like, all right, y'all. All right, take y'all a little $200 and keep going. I have to put on this persona of being the Grinch. Because the baby is the Grinch. <laughs> when I'm sitting here thinking about it, this nigga is a menace. Even smile. <laughs> he's even smile. He is a menacing. He's like Dennis the Menace. This nigga is a menace. He is a grouch. <laughs> he is Oscar the Grouch, but he got money. <laughs> That's it. I hope he did that for the brand. I know he didn't do it for the brand, but that nigga is a Grinch. <laughs> Keep going. What's up? What's up, Is? Ah, what's up, Izzy? Uh, I think Mike's already saying it's already happening around the weed situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike says there are very large companies that control massive amounts of the country's supply. Is right now we talking about uh, the baby punk ass? How he is not on the precipice of liberation? Oh damn! What happened? Well, I don't know if it's. Uh, Shakari just got a 250k contract to endorse some cannabis shit. I saw that too, and my thought was only 250. Right. Only 250 for Shakari Richardson. Right. Mike says that 250 was well and really probably a publicity move. 250 is change, yeah. 250 is change, which makes me think like it is a publicity move to get they to get their name out there. Like, oh, we got vapes. All right. Um. But where's where's Jay Z's weed company? Where cookies at? Where all these little black owned? Where all the rapper weeds at? Where all the black owned strains? Right. We ain't stepping up and we ain't. I done seen a couple of Shakari runts. Really? Yeah, I done seen. She, that's wow. a great name too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fastest runts on the planet. We done seen Shakari <laughs> runts. Can't nobody break off no brick. Oh, I forgot. I, I, Shakari's a black woman. <sighs> Duh. Bryant Brown. Uh, what what are we what are we saying here? No, I forgot where I asked. I didn't. I just passed it to you. Oh. <laughs> I'm rude. <laughs> uh, uh, what an ashtray? Too thick to get by the camera. Hey. Hey, did. <laughs> anyway, um, what's up, Dr. Delusional? Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Uh, what it is. It is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. Uh, big facts. So overall, yeah, fuck the baby. I mean, I'm really, I'm really... I'm really disappointed in the situation that happened, and I know 
it's anecdotal. I know it's small. I know it's it's a very micro situation. I know the kids, you know, I guess it's it's questionable the kids' behavior or whatever. But um, maybe because I'm a teacher, I'm looking at what what are the adults doing in this situation? Yeah. How are adults treating children? How are we raising the next generation and not perpetuating further trauma and trauma-filled uh, uh, cultural practice into the next generation? But we failed them two kids. <laughs> As Belise said in the video yesterday, after describing some very troubling facts about his daughter, ah, we'll figure it out. Mm. <laughs> ah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Next thing. Next thing. Last thing. Last. Uh -oh. <laughs> Let me prepare. Let me get my things out the way. Let me get my things out the way. Let me let me prepare a little room. where I want to start this. I love watching Karen videos. We've talked about this several times um, on the show on Sunday afternoons from time to time. I will sit and watch uh, a page. It was called Karen's Gone Wild. Now it's Karen's Gone Wild too because the first one was reported too many times for bullying. <laughs> um, so I love a good Karen video. But I feel like what we're about to talk about next is a little different. Yeah. It's a step. Well, it's the same step. It's the Ivasaur to the Bulbasaur of the Karen videos. It's an evolution, if you will. Okay. I forgot her name. Yeah, I should know her name. But a young lady was in Victoria's Secret. Apparently she was being harassed by this white woman. She pulls out the phone to start recording the situation. As soon as she starts recording the situation, the white woman puts her hands on this black lady. Black lady is recording the situation. This white woman is having a full-on conniption. Conniption. <laughs> shaking. I've even seen a, a new dance trend. It's called the Karen, where niggas is on the ground shaking. <laughs> shaking. Screaming, yelling, carrying, as old folks would say, carrying on. Uh, but it's the aftermath of the situation that's really got me in a tizzy. Young lady posted this video onto TikTok. A couple of things happened. Oh, I want to, before we even get to what the aftermath. In the video, I feel like this is a beautiful step of justice. In the video, what I find most impressive is that this white lady carrying on, carrying on. That's what Yash said. Mm. What I find interesting about this video is when the camera was on, this white lady was screaming, I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. No, please, please, please don't put me on the <coughs> internet. And I see, because there are white woman tears, I see that the, the, white, uh, uh, the white masses are looking at the situation and they feel bad for this young lady. <laughs> um, but that's because white tears matter a lot. Mm. Especially white woman tears. They actually hang niggas, actually. They right. don't hang niggas with rope. They hang with white woman tears. <laughs> Tears are strong. Strong. 
Strong. Can't cut them. Uh, they still hanging in them trees. They had to cut the whole tree down. Fuck it. <laughs> Strong. And what makes me a little happy is that the power of the internet has made it so that white folks are scared to be captured doing their activities. Meaning, meaning, for the first time in black history, we might have a shield. Wow. The internet. <laughs> the same thing that destroys us could also be the same thing that could help us. Um, Emmett Till didn't have a phone that day at the store. But George Floyd had a guardian angel who watched and recorded his murder. And and I remember when the Floyd cases, uh, the Floyd case verdict came out, and I was seeing tweets and responses to it. Uh, I, I heard a I heard a lawyer. I think it was on the argument, uh, the New York Times podcast. The argument, she said that think about what the uh, uh, the burden of proof is to uh, find justice for the lynching for the state lynching of a black man. The burden of proof is an eight minute and forty second, eight minute and forty second video of a man being murdered in the street. That is the burden of proof. Meaning to say, if somebody had a video that was, I don't know, four minutes and fifty seconds, which is I think is the complete total of these videos, that is not enough proof for guilt. That's that's what the burden of proof is. Like so that is the minimum. The minimum in the mind of whiteness, I'm just like, because I'm not white. This is how I'm thinking about it. The minimum in America has been proven. In order for a cop to be proven guilty that he murdered a black man, it had to be on tape for 8 minutes and 46 seconds from an external source, not even from body cams. Wait yeah. Wait, pause. What if it only takes them 10 seconds to kill somebody and it's completely beginning to end on camera? Is that not enough? Is not enough proof? No. We're, we're, this is an example, is it not? Because the outcome of this situation is you and I and you and I are probably thinking the same thing like, oh, okay, so Karen was caught on tape. She's getting dragged publicly on the internet. Everything's cool. No. Black woman gets banned from TikTok. Step one. Police are called. An investigation is being put upon both of these individuals because there may be wrong on both sides. Step two. Step three, TMZ releases an argument supporting the ideology and perspective that maybe this black woman was bullying this Karen. Step three. Step four, this is me proposing what I think the future is going to happen. I'm hearing black folks calling out for Karen legislation. I'm telling y'all to stop that shit right now. After we talk about legalizing marijuana, stop the Karen legislation shit. Stop the shit right now. Because what it's going to be is you can't record people in public. It's not going to be you can't harass people in public. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be you can't call the police fraudulently on black people. It's going to be you can't publicly record people without their consent. And if you do, you're liable. Fuck the crime. Oh, shit. That's what the Karen law is going to be. That's step four. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lord, that hurts. Oh, my God. And so the reason why I say this Karen situation is different and is interesting and it's and it and it's and it's bothering to me
is that at the same point where it looks like we have a shield, right. everybody has come into recognition of that. Everybody sees that we can be protected in that way, which means there's going to be an attack on the shield. And that shit scares the shit out of me. Right. It scares the shit out of me that people could watch this video and walk away with the perspective of, oh, this black woman was bullying this white lady. And they'll call the white lady Karen. And the whole purpose of the Karen situation is that white women publicly harassing and bullying black people in public. Exactly. But the white man, which I have to say, whiteness, I hate to say, whiteness does this thing where they isolate incidents in time. Mm -hmm. No, we're not going to worry about the history of white people harassing black people. Let's look at this incident. Right. She said she didn't want to be recorded. Bitch, don't you know this is my shield? Because you're about to call the police. Right. And as soon as they see me, I'm a threat. And she's an African woman. If loving you is wrong... White women always going to be right. I hate it here. Yeah. I thought I had more of an attitude, but I guess I didn't. I guess I got rid of all my attitude. Oh, I've been smoking weed. I've been smoking weed. On who waking may we be? Oh, Yeah. When I saw that this woman had been put off of TikTok, here's the, uh, let me go individually step by step. Lady puts a video up on TikTok, which we know there is a TikTok strike. Make sure you check out the last episode of Wake Up Bagel Bemo on, uh, on Apple Podcasts specifically. Please, please, please watch it on Apple Podcasts. Um, uh, uh, on Apple Podcasts, it's, I forgot the name of the episode. What was I just talking about? Before that. You said something about a lady. Who? You said something about a lady. I don't know. Somebody white lady? Yeah. Yeah, I know, I forgot. What? You alright? Yeah. Can I tell the people what you got in your head? <laughs> <laughs> what I got in my head. Yeah, can I tell the people what you got in your head? What do I have in my head? You got the Tesco Brown? Can I tell the people? <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, attack on the shield. There will be an attack on the shield. Um, as everyone is, uh, 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 as everyone is coming into recognition that the recording of white folks doing these outlandish behaviors to blackness is actually a protection to blackness. There's going to be an attack on that protection. Right. It's coming. The craziest thing about this whole Karen and Victoria situation is that this might be the Karen situation <laughs> that leads to our detriment somehow. Right. Hey, Lo, Shannon, what's up? Tribe is what it is. What's up, player? How you doing, man? Good morning. 
right now we 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 finished the conversation earlier about how the baby is the Grinch, and fuck him, stole them kids' <laughs> heart, <laughs> stole them kids' Christmas. <laughs> And now we're talking about the white Karen situation and how it's eventually going to turn on us in a negative way. Um, oh, I was given an outline of what happened. So the lady puts a video up on TikTok. TikTok takes the video down. Mm-hmm. Not only do they take the video down, but they ban the lady from TikTok. Kick the lady off of TikTok for the video because the video violates the bullying policy on TikTok. That's right. A lady recording herself or protecting herself from this white violence is considered bullying on TikTok. Step one. Step two. Her homegirl texts her and is like, oh, I'm seeing your video on this page, white page, and it's got three point something million views on it. What? What you mean? Nobody reported for bullying? Nope. Didn't get taken down. They still got all their stuff. Interesting. Step three. Somebody tries to put a video up on Instagram. Instagram flags it for bullying, takes it down. That person challenges the taking out of the content, and Instagram slash Facebook is like, you right. We conservative as fuck, but you right. This ain't bullying. This white bitch was tripping. (laughs) She was tripping, put her up on the internet. And so they did. TikTok is in the midst of a strike right now. That's what we're talking about. Make sure y'all listen to the last episode to talk about the TikTok strike. But we are in the midst of a TikTok strike, and I'm thinking TikTok might be the new land of Alabama. That might be our digital Alabama. We might have to march down the streets of Selma. And I feel like TikTok itself might be Birmingham. And it's bad in Birmingham. They blew up that church in Birmingham. They killed them girls in Birmingham. There is, you remember the, the Twitter evidence where there was a guy who put, uh, uh, oh, no, I'm not even going to say a guy. It was a Twitter user. Put a pin in a guy. There was a Twitter user who um, identif- who recognized the white balance was, was uh, geared towards white people mm-hmm. on the <coughs> Twitter picture previews. This is before they did the no crop situation. Mm-hmm. Um. So he posted a set of pictures. It was four set of pictures where it was four guys in the picture. It was a black dude on top of a white guy, a white guy on top of a black dude, and he did that in four different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in each four of the pictures, the highlight was always the white guy. Right. So he then proved that the Instagram algorithm focused on whiteness. Yeah. And the internet is already negative, therefore we can conclude that Twitter and social media itself is geared towards negative whiteness, negativity and whiteness, meaning your black positive ass is not going to do well. Right. That's what we're saying. Another gentleman put up a video exposing same energy with TikTok, created a message. Mm-hmm. Uh, message was really boilerplate, and at the end, he put Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. TikTok would not allow him to upload it because it was threatening messages. He right. put White Lives Matter, he was able to load it up. Protect black women, threatening message. Protect white women, able to put it up. Right. Visual evidence that there is a bias towards us on TikTok. Bimo, why don't we just leave TikTok and go where? Right. To Instagram? 
Awake and baby, will you be more? Yeah. The people quiet this morning. What's up, Tom Tom? What's up, Marco? Akira. Ooh, maybe on Tuesday we'll talk about T Pain. Oh. <laughs> uh, to Twitter, I guess. To no, YouTube. No, Twitter is the one that had the, the white balance thing. The Twitter's the one with the white balance. Maybe YouTube. Maybe. Can I share a secret with y'all? you black and you create content success is easy on YouTube now I do a little research for them okay hence the whispering but I can't give you too much detail Tribe is what it is. Wake and bake with BMO. Yash. If you are consistently making content on YouTube and are black, success is easy. But you didn't hear that from me. Wake and make we be more, yeah. If if my research partner agrees, maybe throw a random emoji in the chat. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Think about it. Let's think about this. Think about this. And no disrespect. To these people, because like to be consistent is actually an incredibly difficult thing, right. regardless of what you're producing. Right. Watching the lady of the house's joints, I was watching some of your vlogs yesterday, and I was like, man, these are incredibly mid. These are really, really mid. But I'm looking at the views, and I'm like, god damn. And they're consistent. Yeah. And they're consistent. She and posted we, one 14 minutes, like, yeah, 14 minutes ago. <laughs> Uh, and then I seen another video. This has nothing to do with the research I've been doing. But then I see another video you was watching, and I was seeing the money people make off of like just twenty thousand views. Right. And I'm like, that's solid part time money. Right. To just upload to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Saying to say, watch out for uh, the, U- the uh, Wake Up Bake with BMO YouTube channel. It's definitely coming. It's <laughs> definitely coming. It's definitely coming. But I'm just saying. To all the other people out there, all my other people, I see y'all popping up on live. I seen y'all doing y'all consistent segments in your stories. I'm seeing y'all doing all these consistent things on here. The reason why I kind of scoff at Instagram is like, look at that number at the top of us right now. It's 13. Mm. I'm thankful for all 12 of y'all. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I really think, you know, maybe this could be bigger. Right. Instagram is designed in a way that like, oh, interesting stat. I think y'all like this. I think I said this before. Interesting stat. So when I uh, Instagram just started doing insights for lives and reels and all the other pieces of content that aren't just your story and your um, and your feed, mm-hmm. 
here's a fun fact. Uh, so y'all know insight language reaches how many people are on Instagram are able to actually reach your content while it's being produced. Mm-hmm. On the average basis, it's a, my reach is about 55 people. Okay. I'm sorry, no, like 44 people the last time I checked. It's like 44 people. Mm-hmm. My average daily viewers, like unique viewers that come every day, Somewhere between like 27 and 33. Oh, wow. We might peak at like 18, 20 from time to time, but people coming in like 27 to 33. Mm-hmm. So that means out of the 44 people who are available on Instagram, 27 to 33 of them are fucking with us. Mm-hmm. Y'all know engagement rates are like 10, 10%. Theoretically, that number should be four. There should be four people watching us right now. Theoretically, it should be four people watching us right now based on my reach. And there are 10 people watching this right now. Mm-hmm. So that is 10%. Hit the button. Sorry. <laughs> That's why I stopped. <laughs> um, so if 27, if this is to do the max, if 33 people out of the 44 people reach in the total situation, that's what? I call it 80% because I can't do the math that fast. That's 80%. That's eight times industry standards. Pull out, pull out your calculator real fast. Or I pull out my, I got my phone. I got my phone. Pull out my calculator real fast. Let's just say I had 1.4 million reach. When I say 44, 44, 44 reach, let's just say we had a 44 million reach. Nah, that's too much. 44,000. 44,000 reach, 80% of that. What's that? That means 35,000 people will be watching this right now. That's a record on YouTube Live. A record? Yeah, that's considered high on YouTube Live. Wow. 35,000 people? True. Let's just say I had 4 million. 44. Million. Let's just say we just had four million, uh, uh, four point four million reach. Let's just say nah, we're just fucking around. I like I like calculators. Fuck it. Uh, how you do four 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 zero 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 zero. That's three million people. That's three million people. We got that many people. That's a TV show. That's last night's NBA game. Well, no, that's Monday Night Raw. I'm just saying, I think we could do some things. I love y'all, but let's get bigger. Let's get bigger. Let's whip it out. Hmm? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, you burning questions for the road, sweetheart? <laughs> oh, I'm inquisitively, excuse me. Elise, good morning. In the truck. Oh, big dog. What's up, man? Yo, the eyesight is getting worse. Oh, no. Who else? Who else we got? Oh, Tom Tom. Is that Tom Tom? No, that's Tom Tom. <laughs> this is Thomas the Great. Thomas the Great. That's how old he is. He got that uh, the great at the end of the joke. That wasn't a good one. But still, Tom Tom, I even make age jokes when you're not around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's just really funny to me. <laughs> Uh, Akila said, whip it out and put it on the table. Uh, right. What's up, Just Plain Jones? Good morning, man. 
You missed a great conversation. What's the burning question? Do you have any burning questions um, for the brother? I'm trying to think about some things relating to. Damn, I don't want to talk about whiteness. The baby. <laughs> okay, what's what's your question, sweet thing? Okay, so okay, what generation is the baby? He's like he's a millennial, right? Yes. Damn. Is he a millennial? How old is the baby? How old is the baby? The baby is twenty nine years old. Thanks, Siri. He's 29, so yes. Okay, okay. Um, I'm starting to notice that millennials and low-key Gen Z have that type of mentality. How do we... What's that? You Like, you know, remember um, your other student with the saluting... Uh, yeah, saluting... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they, they, they yes, they, yes. they've also fallen within a patriarchal right. thinking system. Yes, 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 yes. So, do you think it's too late to like help guide these um men to a new <laughs> to a new what <laughs> uh, to a new day a new dawn? It's a new day. I think. I think that is a great question. Um, the patriarchy is a well-built system that's going to take many generations to destroy. But that does not mean that those generations will have to uh, endure the patriarchy in vain. I believe that in order for the lifespan of this patriarchy to decrease, what's up, Janelle? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I want to talk to you, Janelle. Do you want a skin podcast? I think that'd be kind of dope. I've been thinking about that for the last couple of weeks. Anyway, ask the question again. Do you believe it's too late to... In order to divulge from this patriarchy or this patriarchy thinking, um, each generation is going to have to take on the task of unlearning pillars of the patriarchy, yeah. and it might be one by one. So it might take ten. It might take ten generations to knock down the ten pillars of patriarchy. I don't know if there are ten pillars, but I guess the first step would then be to identify how to do it, and then to take it on step by step as a generation. But that would to uh, put forth a generational plan is Great Wall of China effort, right? But I think it's that worth. I think it's worth that worth. But I don't know if all men think that way. So maybe that's the first step of tearing down a generational thing. But within each generation, I say that to say that we're all going to learn the tenets and the principles of patriarchy. We have to be dedicated to the process of unlearning. Mm -hmm. So maybe my father unlearning things sixty something years old. Just started. Right. I'm unlearning things. Started 27. Maybe we can get uh, Gen Z to unlearn things by 19, yeah. and then maybe after that, 16, and then 12, and then we got to deal with y'all in these gender reveals. We're gonna <laughs> talk about that at another time. 
and then eventually we can eradicate the whole system of this. But it's not gonna happen like tomorrow. <laughs> it is a it is a it is a misstep to think that one generation has the responsibility or even the power or even the the wherewithal to tear down all these situations. Even us, even within blackness, like it is a complete. We are on the precipice of liberation. We are pushing towards the situation, uh, but there are some things that are so installed in us that this seems ridiculous. Y'all see how we talking about motherfucking bondage right now? Yeah. We'll get to y'all. We'll get to y'all last name. So we still talking about bonnets. <laughs> Shout out to Zayla, the Paul Ro- the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week. That girl is phenomenal. One the spelling bee, did a little twist. Then the next video I saw of her, she was driving down the lane with a spin loop, with a spin move, finishing with the left. The left. In sixth grade, the left. The left son. <laughs> son, 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 All right, y'all. Um, to answer your question, Lady of the House, it's not too late, but we have to be direct about trying to reduce this, trying to, to, to bring unlearning to the forefront at an earlier age. Have to. Mm-hmm. Have to. Just Plain Jones said the floater is so soft. Boy, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridic- Her basketball game is ridiculous. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And she's going to get paid in college. Think about that. Now, I want to thank y'all for coming to Away You Make We Be Mo. Yeah. As always, we are, are sponsored by, not necessarily sponsored by, but we are proudly a part of the Bridge Podcast Network. Shout out to y'all. Make sure y'all go to the wibridge.com to check out more shows on the Bridge Podcast Network. We got new shows dropping all the time, new episodes dropping all the time. Make sure y'all check that out. Make sure y'all go to uh, WIBridge, uh, uh, the Instagram to check out all the great things that are happening on the bridge, including uh, Sounds of the DMV, What's Happened in D.C., uh, and the bridge itself. The bridge is a great publication for people like us. Like it's, it's, mm, it's hard to explain my love for the bridge and the Washington Informer. But I grew up in a time where physical newspaper were like a big deal. Like to get the Sunday paper on the front steps was a big deal. And if you were in the paper, man, mm-hmm. it's better than being on the news. You were in the paper? Yeah. The paper? Right. Shit, I still got all my paper clippings. Mm-hmm. The paper? That's just in the library in the basement somewhere that somebody's going to search past when they're looking for clues on the cold case. That's just crazy. Oh, this kid wanted to spell it being 97. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if it's connected to the case. It's not. Um, Wow. Um, Yeah, but that's that's today's show. Thank you for joining. As always, today's show would not be possible without you. My wake-up baby will be more nights. Um, I will see y'all on Tuesday. I think my schedule is on Tuesday. I had the commercial shoot last Tuesday. Yeah, a little, yeah. little something, something. Huh? 
you know, I got a little another shoot today, but uh, if I'm being honest, uh, I, don't, I don't like my likeness being out there too many times. <laughs> so I feel like this might be my last one. I feel like I might retire <laughs> from modeling and acting. Career. Yeah, my, my modeling and acting career, I think, is done. It's too much in my face. You know, I don't... Uh, As I'm on Instagram live twice a week, I don't like showing my face that much in public. You know what I mean? It's just like, uh, <laughs> as I just talked about trying to have 3.5 million right. viewers on a live, I like to, you know, I like to stay, like to stay chill, like to stay behind the behind the scenes, All behind right. the camera. As I'm literally looking at this lens, you know, I like, you know what I mean? I, mean, I don't want to be too under the lights with the ring light shining on me. You know what I mean? That's not the sunlight, y'all. <laughs> we had to get a. There's <laughs> well, a sunlight on the back, but this. Hold on, let me, let me try to keep it because I I am transparent. <laughs> Good morning. Oh. It ain't changed yet. I'll see y'all on Tuesday. Thank y'all for watching. Good morning. Imperfect man. <laughs> I wonder who that is. Right. Who's the imperfect man? Mm-hmm. <laughs>